Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center podcast. Today we're having a Q&A episode where we answer questions from our students. And today I'm joined here by Laova, our shamanic practitioner in residence. Hello everyone. And uh, today we are answering a very interesting question uh, coming uh, once again from one of our students. And uh, it is the following. And she's actually asking this on behalf of a friend of hers. So, I've been speaking with a friend of mine, and she recently asked me this. A, a brief synopsis is that a lot of my recent trauma therapy has centered around the death of my older sister when I was 13. The therapist said he feels like a part of her stuck with me and became an aspect of myself, trying to fill the void and become like her. I think he's mostly talking about emotionally mentally, but I was wondering if you had any experience with possibly trapping an aspect of a person with you after their death. Is it crazy to feel like I need to try and release any part of her that I unconsciously held on to? Thanks for any advice. So, Laova, what uh, what can be going on in a situation like that when you um, have a tra- traumatic event happen early in life, the, the death of a loved one when you're 13? What can happen? So... On the shamanic perspective, uh, when someone lives a trauma, and here we will talk about the younger sister, um, it's, we'll call, it is called soul loss. And a soul loss is when a part of your consciousness leaves the body to go in the spirit world because it cannot uh, cope with reality. It is too much. It, it's, it is hiding. It, it needs to be healed. Now that's one thing, and because there's a part of your consciousness leaving you, it leaves a hole, an energetic hole inside of you. So it's like if you are a house, there's a broken window, and therefore it makes you vulnerable to um, have intruders inside of you. Okay, so that's the loss in a nutshell. Uh, What can happen then now that we know that? Well... There's many possibilities. One of them is that um, the older sister, you know, she died at a very young age and wants to experience life. So she decides to attach herself to the younger sister so she can live vicariously through her. So that would be one option. Uh, And here I'm talking about what we call entity attachment. Okay, that's another term is that once you're vulnerable, when you have like power loss or soul loss, uh, you, you are more susceptible to experience what we call entity attachment. An entity usually will be a uh, unhealed ancestor. And now that, you know, even if she's 13, now that she's dead, she's an ancestor. It's sad like that. Um, and... So she could have attached herself to her younger sister because she wanted to just live her own life because she didn't have the chance to do to do so. She could have also attached herself to protect her younger sister, uh, feeling that she is vulnerable and she prefer to be the attachment than anything else be an attachment to her. Well, it's what's curious here is that it's an entity attachment, but it's not always an, a, a, a seriously negative thing yes. when there's an entity attachment, right? Yeah. People hear entity attachment and they think, 
that sounds demonic, right? Yeah. Like, am I am I being oppressed by by demons, right? And in fact, there's a lot of different types of entities out there, right? Yes, there are some very seriously negative, nasty things out yeah. there, but at the same time, there's spirits of the land, there's fae, there's nature spirits, there's spirits of uh, of your loved ones, and and so yeah, what we're what we're talking about here is that um, an entity attachment of this sort. First off, uh, the the spirit of the the sister might have passed over, or it might not have. Right? It might still be in the liminal here, or it might have passed over to the other side. Um, but either way, they can influence those who are still living. Right? This is uh, when we talk about unhealed ancestors. Uh, there's there's healed ancestors that have worked all their stuff out and no longer have this craving for the physical world and no have gotten over the trauma of living, and yet there's unhealed ancestors, right? Beings who have recently got to the other side, who are still playing out their traumas, who are still healing, and they unfortunately can influence those who are still left alive. Right? Yes, and so. Uh, Essentially, when you have a someone who suffered a um, a passing like that, uh, those who who left, you know, whether it's an entity attachment because they're still in the liminal, or whether they have gone to the realm of the ancestors and are influencing us from the other side, uh, they can they can have a lot of effect, right? I mean, it's a our, our example that we use a lot is um, if if you have an ancestor who uh, had uh, dependency problems, right? had uh, alcoholism, that, uh, that pattern can play out through you because that ancestor is suddenly living vicariously through you and you might be tempted to have substance abuse problems. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of effect that can be there. But usually in, in that case it is, um, you know, she's still in the liminal. I don't think mm -hmm. that, the, um, that the sister is gone. Uh, I think for for many reasons, um, first it can be that she's attached, so she cannot depart fully, right? You need to be full full to leave. Mm. Um, now the other thing is that she might be also, you know, a, a kind of a side effect of being attached to her sister to protect her is that she is influencing her because of her personality and mm. it, it's kind of tainting the personality of the younger sister now it can be also the reverse is that the the older sister is attached to the younger sister because the younger sister is not able to let go and she kind of of wanting that presence in in her to um to hold on it to to not let go right so uh to feel protected and so at that at that moment, if it's the reverse, then it means that uh, the sister have to let go. Mm -hmm. You know, in in any case, it's about letting go here. It definitely feels yeah. more like an entity attachment, just because it feels more direct. It feels like that consciousness is still within this existence, influencing yeah. and being attached. Right? Yeah. It's not like some pattern is playing out that that could be coming from an ancestor or something. It's no. it's more like that consciousness is actually affecting this person. If her if her sister was let's say fully uh, herself. And she was passed on. She would more like visit, you know. She would not feel like there's a part of her, you know. It, it's mm. in the, in the the text here. She says, um, 
trying to fill the void and become like her. That's that's really what um, this wording to me really sounds like soul loss. A void mm -hmm. is usually a feeling you have when you have you suffer from a soul loss when you feel like there's something missing. And so you have a combination of soul loss and then that person with soul loss kind of unconsciously reaching out to that to that being inviting it into her life and that being at the same time the older sister also might still be around in the liminal in which case it's it's very easy to have that 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 uh, well convergence yes and there's a lot of um people that cannot move on in the liminal i'm talking about the ghost here uh, so the 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 person cannot go, move on to the ancestral realm because people are keeping uh, them in the earth they cannot let go of them and therefore they're kind of um, attracted you know kind of trapped here until people let them go fully yeah and so in a situation like this what can be done like would this be first off you have soul loss so obviously soul retrieval but then uh, for the older sister I guess psychopomp work right Yes, um, and maybe the psychopomp work will be done just naturally. By this I mean if um, the first, the younger sister let go mm -hmm. of the soul part and give it back to her sister, being like, thank you for protecting me and being in my life and uh, I understand that you maybe you wanted to live vicariously. So she let go of that part. She gave it back to her sister's soul. Now she has space again to receive her soul. Mm. So then she can go and bring back her soul part, calling it back and be like, okay, my, I don't know how old she was, let's say 10 years old version of me that is still griefing my sister, come back. I'm going to take care of you and we're going to, you know, work together. And then once your your soul part is integrated back, then you do, well, I mean, it's back, then you do integration work. So you make it feel safe, you make it feel, you know, at home and you make it understand the situation. Now that you're, uh, you know, older, you can reassure that uh, younger self that was hurt or traumatized by the loss of the sister. It strikes me that the older sister then quite possibly is sticking around to protect the younger sister because of the, the trauma, right? Because of the, the healing that is needed for that yes. younger sister. So she's protecting her. Uh, we often use the example of the broken window, right? That when yeah. you experience soul loss, you're like a house that has a broken window now. You're, you're missing a piece of yourself and things can come in to fill that void. And so it's like having a broken window and having the room that is connected to that broken window. And most good beings, benevolent beings, will walk by and they won't go in through the window. Mm -hmm. But, you know, negative beings can. And they can come in through that window. They can take up residence in that room or that house. And so when you cleanse and such, you're, you're sending those spirits away. And then when you do soul recovery work, you're actually able to close up that window so things can't get in. And so I, I suppose that what's happening here, if it is the, the older sister is being a protector, is that instead of letting something negative come into that broken window room, she's, that she's, window. she's gone into, yeah, or, or she's gone into that room. Right, yeah. she's taken up residence in that room, so that something negative can't. Right, she's like, well, okay, yes. you have this broken window, 
I'm going to go sit in that room and make sure nothing comes yeah, in. Yeah, she's filling the space. So that's if she is acting as the protector. She can, and, and as I say, it's it's very noble if it's that the case. And But one thing is that it cannot be for too long because even if she's doing that, ultimately you have your own life to live. You have your own pattern of existence. You have your own, you know, like... Um, soul purpose on her and so you cannot live her soul purpose by living yours so you have to let go okay and mm-hmm. you so you can reintegrate who you are fully and live and be who you are fully and in this example well when you get the window fixed when you do soul recovery yes. work and fix that window she doesn't have to be there anymore That's and correct. she can pass over to the other side and and yeah this is the thing right i mean it can feel like wow, you know, my sister's still here with me. She's taken up a room in my soul house, right? Yeah. At the same time, though, she needs to go the other side. And she she needs to pass on so that she can then do her own healing on the other side so she can become who she needs to be, right? That's the thing, is that once she released this soul parcel of her sister, she will be able, the sister, the older sister, will be able to heal herself, move on, and then... Once she is in the ancestral realm, she can come back and with much more infinite wisdom, with the connection of the collective of ancestors, and then she can be there as a guide for her sister, but in a much more powerful uh, way than right now. Right. It's like having the help of a level one Pokemon versus like a level 10 Pokemon. I don't know. I don't watch Pokemon. I don't know how many levels there are, but (laughs) an evolved Pokemon at a higher level. Yeah, higher being. Yes. Higher uh, consciousness. Exactly. She can, she can. um... Because right now she's still, she's like this 13 years old uh, lady that has not lived her life fully, that wants to things out of life. Um, and maybe just influence her younger sister and be like, hey, maybe we should do that, you know, and so on. Uh, and then it can play on guilt mm-hmm. uh, because you're like, oh, she didn't have the chance to live that. I'm sure she would have lived that. So you kind of, you know, you're doing things that are not from you. And if it's not from you, then you have to let go because it doesn't belong to you. And uh, you're then you're not griefing your own uh, sadness for the departure of your sister but you're griefing the life that she didn't have and that's another thing and that doesn't belong to you to you that grief part griefing a life that you that she, she has was not able to have is not your grief you know it is her grief and then you have to let go of that and give that back to her and she goes back in the spirit world and then she can heal that part of her right because ultimately she had her pattern she had her goals and her pattern for yes. its existence that yes. was coming from her higher self that was cut short or that was lived to what she needed to do in this life. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, you have your own pattern and your own goals set by your higher self, the, 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 um, the reason for your existence. And that's important to act on that and not someone else's and so yeah it's a, it's a very interesting situation so ultimately though it's you know address your soul loss either through uh, traditional like even conventional healing methods can eventually yeah. get there right things like psychotherapy things like you know, yes. the healing like that can help uh shamanically you can address that soul loss there's many ways 
Um, and then when you address that soul loss, she will probably be ready to move on. You can also help her out with, with psychopomp work, which is where either you shamanically help that being over to the other side uh, through, say, shamanic journeying. Yeah. You can also do it through ceremony. You can call upon other ancestors to help her over. There's many ways to do that, but you can help her over to the other side then. Totally. And if right now she's in, in therapy, um, I would say that... The, the thing you can talk with your therapist would be what belongs to me and what belongs to my sister, what I have to let go of on that sense. So she, you know, what is your grief and what is not? And, and that's a start. In other words, establish who you are, understand yeah. who you are and what is your, what you're taking from yeah. this vision of your sister, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I hope that wasn't uh, too in depth but i hope that was helpful to everyone um so thank you everyone so much for joining us for this q a episode and uh we'll catch you on the next one <laughs> bye bye everybody thank you everyone bye bye